Greetings, this is the Messianic Folklore Podcast. Theological reflections and sound art on embodied life, radical hope, on all things reconciled. My name is David Benjamin Blower and this is a free podcast made possible by its supporters. Please find out how you can get involved at davidbenjaminblower.substack.com or patreon.com forward slash David Benjamin Blower. Grace and peace. Not so long ago, some friends of mine travelled to the Greek island of Patmos for some event or other. I must have had a little bit of FOMO about it because I found myself around that time dreaming about the island. In my dream, it was a strange and rather beautiful cube, a brutalist sort of structure set there in the Aegean Sea. It was bright and warm in the sunlight and I had to dive a little bit to find the underwater entrances which were kept by beautiful fish and benign sharks. The island of Patmos has always held a mystical and mythic place in my imagination. I've loved the book of Revelation ever since I was very young. Here is the island where John, whoever John was, lived in exile. Here is where he was swept up in visions and ecstasies, wonderful and disturbing. Here is where he wrote his experiences down into that paradigm-holding apocalyptic book that we call Revelation. Behold, coming with the clouds, every eye will see, and even those who pierced him. And on his account, all the kindred of the land will grieve. So it is to be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, the beginning and the end who is and who was and who is to come, the all-holding. I, John, your brother, who share with you in Jesus the persecution and the kingdom and the patient endurance, was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet saying, write in a book what you see and send it to the seven gatherings, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamum, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia and to Laodicea. And then I turned to see whose voice it was that spoke to me and on turning I saw seven golden lampstands And in the midst of the lampstands I saw one like the Son of Man, clothed 
with a long robe and a golden sash across his chest. The story goes that John was sentenced to exile by the Roman powers that be for his involvement in that subversive messianic sect. So the island itself has a kind of outlaw quality to it. It's an outsider's space. It's an othered space. A designated non-place, purposefully removed from the way things are. This is its poverty and also its strange treasure. Here at the distance of exile, John is able to look upon the Roman world of his day, not as a mixed bag in need of some reform here and there, but as a despoiling imperial beast holding the world in its doomed empire grip. From the impoverished outlands, the way things are, appears with a kind of diabolical coherence. One of my friends who travelled to Patmos posted a photograph of the boat that goes from the mainland to the islands. The seating on the boat was divided. There were particular seating areas designated for refugees who were being ferried between holding places while their claims were being processed. And then there were other seats for everybody else. Another friend of mine, some years ago, spent time in the refugee camp that was in Moria on the Greek island of Lesvos. That camp was described by various parties as the worst in the world an open prison where people were held indefinitely outside the gates of Europe. It was built for 3,000 people, but they crammed in 20,000. Miserable conditions and freezing winters. In 2020, the camp burned down. There are still non-places for the keeping of those deemed non-persons at the margins of the world. One characteristic of this apocalyptic text is its extraordinarily high language, drenched in divinity, royalty, cosmic allness and everythingness. In a world of power-hungry religious energies, it would be too easy to miss the paradox that runs through all of this grand and beautiful imagery. The Messiah figure who is the beginning and the end who comes on the clouds with eyes like fire and feet like bronze is an impoverished 
criminalized Jewish peasant killed by colonizing European power, dying a slave's death. One of the many nobodies coming from nowhere and going to no place. Look, it says, if you want to see divine and wondrous things, look to the ash heap. If you want to know the truth that liberates, look where ordinary earthward life meets despoiling violence. Look to the nobodies in the non-places at the edges. This is where the real things are. This is where the beginning and the end can be seen. This is where God is. The book of Revelation is so visual, it's alive. It moves before your eyes. It's always asking you to look and to see Look, it says, they're coming. There is some event projected on the horizon of the world, something outside of the way things are, the iron law of now. It concerns everybody, even the Roman spears that rule the world, the oil lords who pierce it and burn it. The arms dealers who lay waste to it for profit. Fear-mongering strong men and the deal-making states. They say that messianism is the religion of the oppressed. And I suppose this is because it anticipates an event that breaks open the way things are. In this story, the world is not stuck forever in its present grip. Like the beginning, the end is something other. This is a good thing for everyone and for all things suffering under the way things are. Coming, every eye will see, every iron beast, every heart will grieve. And on. It's coming, every eye will see, every iron beast, every heart will grieve. And on. It's coming, every eye will see, every iron beast, every heart. Will Come in, every eye will see, every eye and be, every heart will breathe. 
come in every eye will see every eye and be every heart will grieve and know it's come in every eye will see every eye and be every heart Come in, every eye will see, every eye and beast, every heart will grieve, no. Come in, every eye will see, every eye and beast, every heart will grieve, no. Come in, every eye will see, every eye and beast, every heart will Come in, every eye will see, every eye will be, every heart will grieve, no. Grace and peace, kith and kin, go lightly.